Welcome to episode three of Hair Biz Radio. I am Zakira and we have Mikey. And we are so excited to be talking to you guys again. We're just going to kind of talk about our week. It's been a really great week. And then we're going to go over influencer marketing and how it can really help your hair brand. Oh, yeah. We've been like going heavy on influencer marketing and it's been helping us tremendously. We're going to give you guys some hacks on what you can do to build your influencer marketing and all of that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. So, Mikey, how's your week been? Well, I can tell you right before recording this, I had a client come in and said, oh, my God, there's Mikey and gave me a big hug. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I can say that pretty much made my day because not too often client, you know, she was just excited. All the stuff that we've written on private label said how much has helped our hair business, you know, the blog and everything else, all the posts. I basically took her iPhone and (laughs) subscribed her to this podcast. Something you should do if you're listening to this, make sure you hit that subscribe button, a little bit of privacy there, but no, she wasn't too worried about it. But uh, so yeah, that was awesome. Still dealing with this and I just, I just can't anymore. I just can't, Zakira. I can't deal with it anymore. With what? Me drinking my tea or? (laughs) No. Mink hair extensions. Oh my God. I am so over mink hair extensions. Oh, I want that. Do you know what a mink is? How do we get on mink hair extensions? Because I keep getting seen these comments <laughs> and emails. You guys have look, go to Google and search what a mink is. Okay. We have mink lashes. Those little animals. It's, yes. It's like a cat kind of thing, right? So it's like you have mink lashes look good because it's like the fur from the mink and it's perfect for a lash. Now, what are people gluing these things together, together to make right? an extension? <laughs> to make the strands. There is mink. You can call any hair extension you want a mink hair extension, to be honest. I wrote an article about it a couple months ago just because, you know, people keep asking about it. Whoever came up with mink extensions, hey, hats off to you. Right. Like, great marketing because, you know, people just start. People buy it. Oh, I want that mink hair, girl. If I put two bundles side by side. And said, this one was mink hair and this one was regular Brazilian silky straight hair. They would go so crazy over the mink hair and literally it's the same hair. Same hair. (laughs) Same hair. Yeah. We had a client that started selling mink hair and the only thing she did was take the Brazilian silky straight hair and call it mink hair. And all her clients were going crazy. Oh my God, it's so soft. Yeah. So if you understand that mink hair is really just for marketing... Okay, cool, but I can call it chinchilla hair. So we got the chinchilla extensions. We got the, you know, whatever else. So, you know, I'm just sick of the mink hair. Okay, so I just had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry for everybody that loves mink hair. It's whatever hair you want to call it. So sorry if I offended anyone. I'm just trying to get that out there. And then, well, actually... We also saw the new space that we have. What oh do you think? Oh, my God. It looks so good. It's so big. Everybody's going to love it. Yeah. So a couple miles away from where we currently are, we will be moving. Make sure everyone has the address. Excited for everyone to stop by. It is huge. And, and, and we'll be open on Saturdays. Yep. Working <laughs> on the Saturdays. That way people coming from all over, it's a lot easier. I know sometimes I actually meet people down here like this past weekend. I met a couple from, they came down from Jersey. My so that Yeah. So that was yeah. nice meeting them. It's kind of nice sometimes on Saturday when it's just not as hectic because during the week, I mean, I can't even go in the showroom on the week. It's just, it's so crazy in there, but it's nice just kind of meeting one-on-one with some clients and they were super hyped up. They had went to actually a bunch of other hair companies in Atlanta 
as I had mentioned, but they were just really impressed with what we did and how we do our business. Everything's real upfront, real clear. So, you know, that was pretty cool. What about you, Z? The week has been great. You know, guys, we're working on hair extension courses. So the first one that I'm doing is Canva for hair extension. So I'm going to walk you through literally step by step on how to create these graphics that you need for your social media marketing or email marketing using Canva. So it's like a do-it-yourself graphics tutorial so that you don't have to spend money on like Photoshop or learning Photoshop or paying somebody every week to make these graphics for you. We're going to teach you how to do it step by step by yourself. Yeah, it's funny. I have Photoshop on my computer. I have the full Adobe suite. I never use Photoshop because I use Canva, which is a great one. And then PicMonkey, P-I-C-M-O-N-K-E-Y.com for quick edits and resizing and everything else. It is just unbelievable how well these online programs, it just takes 10% of the time. Yeah, I absolutely love Canva. It's like my best friend. Yeah, it's become really big, actually. When I first started using it, not many people knew about it. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows about it. I met a lady yesterday, and I'm like, oh, my God, that fire looks so good. She's like, Canva, girl. I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah." I made some business (laughs) cards in it, actually. I did a whole ebook on Canva. (laughs) Yeah, so Canva's really great. If you haven't started using Canva, Take a look, and then Zakira is going to have a course for you. We're going to release a bunch of courses here eh, probably in the next month or so. I think we're going to be able to launch that. Yep. You know, a lot of stuff on the plate. In podcasting news, I got some podcasting news. I got my big mixer that came in today. I have no idea how (laughs) to use this thing. No. No, do you know how to use it? Yeah, I will teach you. Oh, okay, cool. I'm just joking. <laughs> so Zakira is going to teach me how to use the mixer. My teacher's probably going to be a YouTube video. Yeah. And or you maybe Udemy. Do I have anything on Udemy? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I can check. Yeah. So the goal with that is we're going to start doing two podcasts a week. It's going to be the first podcast of the week is going to be myself and Zakira talking about hair business and everything uh, around the hair business and products and everything else. And then one episode a week, we will be doing an interview, some in-house, and then Skype phone calls. So we're setting that up. So if you think you should be on this podcast, go to hairbizradio.com and go to the contact section and let us know if you think you should be a guest. We're looking for people that have been in the industry for a while that can help educate those that are new to the industry. You know, if it's not just your hair business selling extensions, maybe you're a stylist or colorist and some of the pros and cons or mistakes you've made. So the younger generation of the people just starting out, they don't go through the same situations. Definitely. There are a lot of millennials that are getting into the hair business now or the lash business, or starting their own edge control line. So they definitely need that guidance. Yeah, so that's going to be starting hopefully next week. We're actually going to have someone in-house. Our first person we're going to interview is our good friend, Dallas Christopher. You guys are going to love him. He's one of my favorite people on this whole planet. (laughs) Dallas is amazing. We met him a couple years ago. I'm not going to go into the whole story behind it, but we did meet him a couple years ago. He's helped us out a lot with the hair side. He's a national educator for a little company called Paul Mitchell, probably the most established hair products and hair education companies 
in the world. Yep. So he's an educator, a national educator for them. So he actually goes all over the U.S. and trains students and everything else. He's got more energy and just his charisma. <laughs> so we're going to make sure I give him a... Actually, he drinks coffee with a lot of cream and sugar. We're going to make <laughs> sure he has that before he gets on the microphone uh, next week when we do the interview. So you guys will get a full dose of Dallas Christopher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, today, we're going to dive right into influencer marketing. So Mikey, why don't you tell us a little bit about what influencer marketing is? Sure. So over the past few years, you will notice that there are people with large followings and then really large followings. Yeah. Right. So, you know, over that 10,000 mark and then, you know, 100,000 over, then million over. So there's micro influencers. I would say the micro influencers that 10 to 30,000. And then you have your other influencers that are anywhere up from there. And working with influencers can be great because there's One's on all different platforms, so whatever you're trying to get increased following on or exposure on, I'm sure you can find an influencer on YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, of course, Instagram, Facebook pages, blogs. Blogs are real important. So they just have a big following, and they love to collab with brands because brands generally send them free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff? I love free stuff. I love free stuff. If you guys <laughs> want to stop by and bring us anything you want, right. I love it. Thank Not you. Not anything, but a lot of stuff. <laughs> and then they also get paid for this. And some get paid, as you know, very, very well. I mean, there's people making six figures, maybe there are a few oh, yeah. seven figures just off of influencer being an influencer. Marketing. Yeah. That's yeah, so like their only job. It's their only job is just posting on Instagram. Yeah, and they make good money. And they make good money. <laughs> so we want to talk today about working with influencers to help get you more sales for your hair brand. Yeah. So one of a really good company that we came across was uh, Beauty Cloud. So it's an influencer marketing platform. And what they do is they connect influencers with brands. So literally... You can put your brand on Beauty Cloud and then search for an influencer marketer for whatever it is that you want to sell. So, for instance, if you're selling lashes, you just uh, submit your brand and then find an influencer who loves fashion and beauty, hire them, and then you send them the lashes. They may do a shout out on Instagram or they may write a blog post for you. And the blog post will help essentially with your SEO or Instagram will help with your following and as well as sales. So it's a really great platform. We stand behind them. You guys should definitely check them out. Yeah. So working with a platform can sometimes save you a lot of time. As we all know, time is money. Before there were a lot of influencer platforms, you would have to reach out to people one by one, which as we know, can be very, very time consuming. If you are creating a campaign, this is kind of a little tip. If you're creating a campaign on an influencer marketplace, one key thing you need to do is remind the influencer the retail cost of the products because they're going to have a price. You know they're going to charge you something. But if you can say, hey, this is you're interested in doing clip-in campaign, clip-ins or, you know, a Brazilian body wave 18, 20, 22 with a 18 inch frontal. OK, retail price, you might be three hundred dollars right, or yeah. so. So make sure they know that up front. So that way. They're not going to charge you, hopefully, as much because they're like, oh, I'm already getting a lot of value up front. Yeah. Then they can charge, hopefully, less. And then also say, hey, we're going to feature you in our email, whether you do or not, but you should. But, you know, <laughs> we'll feature you in our email. We're going to shout you out on our social media. So if you make it 
seem like it's not just a one-way yeah, street. Mutually beneficial. Mutually beneficial. There can be a little bit of negotiation in there. And like negotiation, really, you can negotiate with them. Yeah, for sure. You know, if they say, I want $500, be like, hey, my budget's $250, there's a good chance they're still going to work with you. Yeah, some will. Yeah. I mean, it does it hurt? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, Zakiris is me. I'm negotiating with people all day long. Everything's negotiable. Whether they can do it or not, it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah. The answer is always no, unless you ask. Yeah. So... You know, make sure you do the negotiations. I can tell you, I mean, this past week, you know, so Private Label Extensions worked with an influencer. We worked with a friend of mine. Her name is Brittany. She owns a company called Unicorn Universe, and she does some awesome clothes. You know what, actually, a little off subject. You know what I really <laughs> like about her clothing line is a lot of these people that have their clothing brands, it's kind of like they get a lot of the clothes from LA or somewhere else and kind of everyone has it. With hers, they actually, she Make designs them. the pattern yeah. and makes the clothes. Oh, yeah. She has some really good stuff, too. Yeah. So for me, I thought that was really, I was actually really impressive because she did the other way before. Yeah. And then this way, you know, now I was like, wow, that's really impressive because most people aren't going that far. And to make actually good clothes, yeah, that's pretty cool. But back to the influencer marketing part, we just got in some 40-inch, yes, I did say 40-inch. Oh, yeah. Hair extensions. Those like come all the way down to my ankles. <laughs> yeah, they are long and they're Vietnamese hair, right? A lot of people don't know Vietnamese hair, but it's very thick. You ever notice when you grab a bundle of Vietnamese hair, it's just. Yeah, it's, and it has a lot, it's more of a coarse texture. So it blends really good with African American people's hair. Yeah, so like you mine. just, you have that long hair. You want a good thick strand of hair because it's so long. And I said, you know what? For something this dramatic, we should probably do it with an influencer. Uh, I just reached out to her directly because I've known her for some time. We kind of trade ideas and everything else, just business stuff. And she went to LA with it, did an awesome photo shoot. So hopefully on our private label extensions, Instagram, you'll see some really cool photos. Uh, really well done. Oh yeah, they came out good. Yeah, they came out really good. But she did a couple shout outs for us. Her hairstylist, Arrogant Tay, who's very well known in Atlanta. I mean, this guy works with a lot of influencers and top people and yeah. he just... He's killing it. Between the two of them, probably in just a couple of days, I think our following increased almost by a thousand just in a couple of days. Yep. And it's really just that simple. So now we have a whole new audience that we can market to on Instagram. And we got that through working with an influencer. I didn't charge her anything for the hair. Of course, she was doing a photo shoot for her clothes. So it was kind of a business to business collab, which can work out really well. So that was uh, pretty beneficial for us, I believe. Oh, most definitely. Just working with most of the influencers that we've worked with, we've gained a lot. And um, let's go into depth a little bit about how when we get influencer marketers, the process it takes to actually see results when it comes to SEO. Sure. So Instagram is something that they post and boom, you get all these likes and all these comments and DMs yeah. and followers and everything else, all good. Now, when you're working with an influencer for a blog post, it is more of a long-term play. So when a influencer, the goal is to have the influencer obviously do some photos and whatnot, and then link over to your website. Now, when they link over to your website, it is giving your website a little bit of power, right? So the more power you have, the better you will rank in the search engines. Now, there's nothing better than having a website 
that ranks well in search engines because it's not paid, you posting on social media, it's not your email marketing, it's just all day people finding you through Google. Yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, Secure, you've seen our results. I show Secure our charts. We have some programs that we use to track it, and you've seen how we've steadily oh, been moving crazy, up. crazy, yeah. But it takes time. It's, it's a, not an overnight success. It's just like anything else. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so most people will, they'll start this mm-hmm. and be like, I didn't see a result. It's and been yeah. two, two weeks. weeks. <laughs> you owe me a soda, <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> two weeks, and I'm just like, look, you have to understand this is going to take a while but yes. if you never start, it's never going to happen. What would you say? At least like six months? I mean, honestly, months? probably three to six months. It yeah. depends on how powerful your site is or how powerful their site is. And if you want to get kind of techie, you can download. Uh, if you use Google Chrome, you can find just search Moz Toolbar. Oh, I love that thing. I do love It's actually kind <laughs> of addicting because you have yeah. this Moz Toolbar and then you can go around to the websites and it says like DA in the corner. Yeah. And it the DA is domain authority. It goes from one to a hundred. One is a brand new site. A hundred is Facebook. And it gives you a rank of how powerful your site is. I know privatelabelextensions.com as of today is a 28. 28. Pretty powerful. Yeah. We're getting up there, you know, hopefully in the next update. They update it. I think it's about every six weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like I have the Moz Toolbar on my computer at home now, and I literally look at everybody's domain authority now. <laughs> like when people are reaching out to me to do book reviews, I'm like, what's their domain authority? <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It really helps. You can't really trick the system. Yeah, no. You know, because someone can, you can have a beautiful looking site, which has happened before. Yeah. Oh, I get all this traffic. I'm all this, this, that, the other. And then you check their domain authority and it's like one. <laughs> and you're like, mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. Like <laughs> if your domain authority is anything under 10, you're definitely a new site or you're just not really pushing your website. But everyone starts at one. Yeah, definitely. Like if you're at one right now, don't be discouraged. You just have to find out how to move up. And we're here to tell you what you need to do to do so. And one of them is working with influencers. influencers. Yes. As far as influencers go, we also have worked with people on YouTube. Oh, yeah. YouTube is pretty huge, actually. YouTube is... Then who bought YouTube or did YouTube buy? No, Google bought YouTube. Google bought YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we worked with some influencers with one of our retail brands that we just did some tests with a couple years ago and actually generated a lot of sales. I know everyone talks about Instagram all the time. Oh, yeah. YouTube is a huge influencer marketing platform, especially um, people who have YouTube channels and they have like subscribers, 150,000 subscribers, 300K, even 10,000 subscribers. Getting those people to review your products, it definitely drives traffic to your website as well. Yeah, I think people that watch these videos that they subscribe and watch, they really are connected to the person that's doing these videos. Oh, yeah, And they're connected to their channel. So when they say something, you know, they have something in the hall or anything else. They listen. They really, (laughs) really listen. So it makes a good impact because sometimes you'll have... You know, you might have an Instagram person that has 100,000 followers, right? Now, are you guaranteed to get all these sales and everything else? Not at all. 100% no. I mean, we've worked with people with millions of followers. And have gotten zero sales. Zero sales. (laughs) So you have to think of who is actually following them. It's quality over quantity. It's cliche, but it's true, especially in business. Yeah, there's people that probably have 10,000 followers that can probably get more sales than people with a million, depending on their following. Yeah. 
that's just kind of how it is. Yeah, all of your followers, if you have a million followers, a million people won't be your target audience to sell to, or a million people won't be your clients or customers or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, so you really want to look at in the comments, make sure that they don't have fake followers. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the Instagram purge. I know it's got... Oh, it's coming. I I always talk about it, but I'm waiting waiting for the purge because, you know, if you have 100,000 followers and you're trying to charge all this money, but then, you know, they post something and they have hundreds of likes only, I mean, come on, you you have some fake followers. Yeah, definitely. Like the people with maybe like 50K and they only get like 34 likes on a post. It's like you bought followers. (laughs) Yeah, we we talk about this a lot and people don't realize how much it actually messes them up. Yeah. Because your posts just don't show up because no one's actually liking the post. Yeah, it's the new algorithm that Instagram has. Nobody's seeing your posts. (laughs) Yeah, nobody. I mean, it's the same thing with Facebook for business. Mm -hmm. You know, I know a lot of people were complaining Last year, because all the Facebook pages, when you post something before, all these people would see it. Oh, yeah. Mine does that. Yeah. But now nobody sees it unless you boost the post. Uh, Yeah. And everyone's all mad, this, that, the other. And I said, look, it's Facebook. It's not your platform. You have a page on Facebook. Yeah. But you don't get to control how Facebook works. That's true. And it's a business. So they have to get the advertising dollars. Just like years ago when they started putting ads on YouTube, everyone freaked out. Now you have a gazillion videos on YouTube and the server cost for that is just through the roof. They have to eventually have the ads else the platform's going to go away. Yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of different things. Twitter, we don't really use Twitter for influencer not marketing. Not much. Now, Twitter is a really great platform, just not for us. I wouldn't say for hair, maybe. Yeah, or maybe we just... we Politics don't have, is really good. Well, with your buddy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just... Your buddy. we don't We don't have anyone in the office, really, that is excited about Twitter. Yeah, Like, no. none of us are really big into tweeting, so... We have a lot of millennials in the office. And I don't think millennials tweet as much anymore. I don't think so either. My grandma's on Twitter. See? <laughs> I think you talked about your grandmother before. Her grandmother's on Twitter. She's on Facebook. Facebook. She's here and there. My grandma is everything. Yeah, okay? she's with it. <laughs> so, yes, Twitter, just no one's in the office tweeting people up. I just, I don't know. I think it's, Twitter has a lot of drama. I don't know. With your boy, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's just, we don't have anyone. So we've talked about this before. You have to focus on certain platforms. Like even we have a big staff now. We have writers, we have editors, we have people that edit this podcast, all this stuff, but we still are not great on every platform. Right. So what you have to really do is choose what platform you want to be successful on. And and, go crazy on it. (laughs) And go crazy. Make that one platform super successful. So like we have HD. She loves Instagram, so she does that. I love Facebook. I'm working on that. We're doing a little bit on YouTube, kind of have some stuff on Pinterest, you know, Twitter, not so much. Pinterest. Huh? (laughs) Pinterest? 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 Pinterest. Oh, okay. I don't know. Pinterest, (laughs) you know, I can't even say it. So it's just you have to find the right people that are excited about these platforms. So don't hire an influencer just to try to boost, you know, like for us, we wouldn't hire an influencer just for Twitter just because like, oh, we don't tweet much. Like it wouldn't make sense. We'd definitely find someone on Instagram, Facebook, bloggers, maybe YouTube. We're going to ramp up our YouTube a little bit more here soon. So really, if you're going to find an influencer, make sure you focus on the platform you use. Understand that influencers, some of these guys are real expensive. Definitely. Some are are super expensive. So I've noticed that the expensive ones are the ones with the high domain authorities when you get into blogging. So like 
if you have a domain authority of like 45, you may charge like between four and $600 just for a blog post. Oh, at least. Yeah. At least some, some want even more. Thousand. I've seen a thousand. Yeah. A thousand for a blog post. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're just starting out, you might not want to just shell out that thousand. Yeah, no. And you might want to pick some, just like there's micro influencers on Instagram, you have the same thing in blogs where they're just not that influential yet. Yeah. Because they're not getting that much traffic yet. But a lot of micro influencers can give you big results. Yeah. If they have a solid following, it can definitely make a difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's pretty much the basics for influencer marketing. Pick a platform that you already do a lot on and have an okay following. Make sure before they do any promotions that you've consistently posted, you have great images. So when people come over and look at your profile, you know, there's a better chance if you just have crappy photos or just a couple posts, they're not going to follow you. Yeah, no. You know, so it's really important to make sure you look good before someone else tries to make you look good. You have to take care (laughs) of yourself first. Definitely. (laughs) You know, so that way it'll look good and you can hopefully get more followers and get the most out of your influencer marketing campaigns. Yes. What else would you like to add about influencer marketing, Zakira? I think we pretty much touched everything on influencer marketing. Maybe not everything, but a good chunk. I think it's a good start. Yeah, I think um, one thing, we have a hair extension, start a hair business, hair extension group on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook, search start a hair extension business, or if you go to the show notes at hairbizradio.com, I'll have some links over to it with in that Facebook page, a lot of people and a lot of people that have come into the showroom have asked, been asking about consumer fraud and, you know, about chargebacks and all this kind of thing. I think it would be important to talk about that for the next episode. Oh, yeah, that would be a great episode. A lot of people have problems with that in the hair industry. And if we could kind of help them, that would be awesome. Yeah, I think if we all get a lot smarter and more educated about how to handle chargebacks how to sift out those fraudulent or potentially fraudulent orders, it would make our industry as a whole. So much more greater. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the fraud in the hair industry is the one thing that I really hate about the industry. I love everything else. I love the people. Yeah. I love the products. I love the- so fun. Everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so great. People are so creative. But the fraud in the hair industry just- It's It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable what people try to get away with. Yeah. If they spent the time on being legitimate, like I see these whole antics they go through. They can make that much more money. They would be so successful, but they just choose this, you know, stupid route. You have these small business owners, big business owners that are working hard and people trying to fraud them and do these credit card scams. It is so frustrating, but there are more and more ways to protect yourself. And on the next episode of Hair Biz Radio, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so we've dealt with it numerous occasions, so we know the ins and outs of consumer fraud, and we can kind of give you some tips on how to deal with it. So I'm super excited to get to that episode. Okay, cool. Well, expect that next episode next week. If you need to check some of the notes, you can go to hairbizradio.com. We'll have a bunch of links to other stuff. Make sure you subscribe, maybe even tell a friend, leave a review. I saw a couple of reviews. I was a little oh, excited yeah. about that. They're coming in hot. Okay, reviews. Yeah, I just, see. Um, make sure you guys subscribe. <laughs> if I could have a review that says, you know what? Mikey's given me a lot of good information. Zakir's given me a lot of good information. You know, that's just beautiful. Amazing. So we will catch you guys next week on Hair Biz Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Bye.